Good morning, it's Annie for Showreel on this wonderful day of celebrating International Day of uh, People with Disabilities. And in the swing of it, Showreel is on on board. And uh, I uh, start off with this uh, notion that uh, there's been a, a real... A big bugbear for disabled actors that even when the script calls for a disabled person, the non-disabled are cast. Now, I got the chance to go down and have a chat with some people from Back to Back Theatre in Geelong who have a neurodivergent ensemble as their core and uh, they turn the tables on on this uh, usual arrangement by producing art that is finding local and international audiences. They are now moving into a film project. But, as I said, it's much better to let people speak for themselves. Can you just tell me your name? Romini Latham. Somalati. Sam Manning. Brian Tilly. Natalie. Well, at Batch Bat, we're a small theatre company based in Geelong, uh, and we make a uh, performance um, based that tour the world, basically. Um, and we also run a small place on Wednesdays in which uh, four people, I think, here uh, actually started from Theatre of Speed, and we've just uh, finished the run of a show called Sucker that was through Theatre of Speed, which is a community theatre thing. So, so, so people actually create the uh, shows through those, yeah. say, the Theatre of Speed. Explain well, that. I, I was actually at the gallery just then, and someone stopped me and told me about Theatre of Speed and how fantastic it was. <laughs> yeah, Geelong kind of love it. <laughs> but um, Theatre of Speed, I guess, is kind of our experimental playground for the biggest shows. Um, and we we do shows here probably once every year, but we haven't been doing any bigger shows for a few years in, in Geelong. Um, and we take a lot of the ideas that we develop in Theatre of Speed and uh, use them in the bigger shows too. Um, and it's it's really great experimental sort of thing, and we've got a huge cast of 16 people, so it's a lot of work to direct and devise with 16 people. Um, with with all the people in the room, um, we all kind of contribute to being able to tell the stories. This isn't a service to give us confidence. I'm saying that back-to-back doesn't give me confidence. I give me confidence. If Bruce died in a horrific car accident... Or, or just retired, maybe. That's probably Something more, simple. hopefully more likely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he's the artistic director, by the way. Um, then it would be us, the ensemble, who auditioned and processed getting a new one. You are, you're at the top of it? Yep, pretty much. Yeah. How big is the group uh, of you? How many actors are there that are the group? Uh, well, plus, plus one. Right, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool, okay. And does it ever grow? Uh, we're still working on that one. Well, it grew when I had when I came because there was a, th- a three-year period, I think, with, when there was just five of them. So it was these guys, these four, four people, <laughs> and uh, Scott Price, who unfortunately is a bit uh, throwy-uppy. Mm. <laughs> um, and then one of the the artistic associate, Marisol, saw me performing at last year's, or maybe... Like two years ago, there was a disability conference and I performed a poem there and she saw me and uh, invited me to audition right. uh, as an ensemble member. And I'd never heard of Back to Back before, so it was kind of just like plunged right into something that I had no idea about, which was 
pretty cool. <laughs> how did how did it start? How did back to back start? Then? Oh, uh, well, uh, that's a well. I have to. Uh, uh, I never very good at history lessons. <laughs> but um, all the only thing I can say that uh, Marx here is actually uh, one of the original members. He's been uh, here for over 25 years now? Yep, uh, 27 if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah, 25 this year. 27 will be this year. Yeah. Oh, well, over 25 years. They came to back in 1987. Then later on, um, this thing just came up, this uh, Budget Back Theatre. Um, so it was a project? Oh, well, it's been involved in workshop, I would say, at first, probably. Um, then later on, just, uh, just uh, started growing to a theatre company, and uh, we are now it's just, um, just great having, having a theatre company. Romani, did you always want to be an actor? No. Uh, I didn't want to be an actor until I moved to New Zealand, actually, because it was the only thing to do in a very small town. Because <laughs> we we lived in a very small village and and there was there was nothing to do there there was there was no clubs or anything it, the only thing really was a local Christian school, which wasn't my cup of tea or anything, uh, and so I joined the local theatre group and started getting into that and I was already into singing because I went to singing lessons down there as well and and the singing teacher just said hey you want to audition for this theatre show and so I did and then I was playing a guy called Jack who got lost on the moon. It was a pantomime. Yeah, no, I've not always been into acting. I've been mostly into reading. And, yeah, pretty recent. I'll ask you, did you always want to be an actor, Sarah? Yes, I did. Um, yeah, I've always found it exciting, so... Um, it's been good, yeah. What has this uh, working at Back to Back been able to let you do? It's brought out, um, my, um, more of my writing ability and that character which is good um and so I've been able to write more um like shows and things in my other personal life which I also um perform in Melbourne um as well as doing all of this back-to-back work, yeah. Romani, Sarah was just saying that she uh, is able to experiment with more of her own writing 
and it must be about things that uh, affect mm. Sarah. Is that what happens in theatre of speed? What affects people with disability or do you consider yourself with, as people with disability? Well, I don't consider myself a person with a disability. I consider myself a disabled person because I go by the social model of disability. Do you know what that is? Tell me. The social model of disability is um, that I am not actually disabled by myself. I am disabled by the fact that the world is not accessible to being for people who are disabled. Like uh, people in wheelchairs are not disabled by the lack of ability or need for accessibility. They are disabled by the fact that stirs don't allow people up them who use wheelchairs. <laughs> and right. blind people aren't really the problem isn't that their eyes it's the problem that the world is not accessible to is not made accessible to blind people and is that what the theatre's about uh no okay explain <laughs> well the theatre's firm fo foremost about making great art and that's what we do but um all the cast are disabled um or neurodivergent <laughs> or both, um, and I think that definitely adds a unique factor to the way we create our work, because okay. I would not be an artist if it weren't for me being autistic. Yeah, but also, <laughs> and also I noticed in one of the plays you did, you know, it was called uh, what's Ganesh versus mm -hmm. the Nazis? The Third Reich, Ganesh yeah. versus the Third Reich. Yeah, fantastic, uh, but uh, it would take this sort of theatre to even think of doing that, right? What do you mean? To do the to explore that theme in that way. What theme? The th well, tell me about the theme in that particular I... play. Were you in it? No. <laughs> Any of you guys in that? <laughs> yeah. Well, you tell me about that, Brian. All right. Uh, so, what was the question again? Well, tell me about that play. Tell me about Ganesh and the Third Reich. Why did that? Well, how did that happen? That play. Well, what really happened that. Uh, well, I wasn't there that time, but I will say it to what uh, what I've been over here clearly. Uh, uh, Bruce, uh, well, let's say, asked him, well, years ago, Bruce requested sort of like, uh, uh, how can I say, improvisation, right? Uh, one of our formal ensemble members, Sonia, uh, she came in, she had her hair completely removed and definitely looked like a, a neo Nazi type of character. And then we had another ensemble member, Rita Hallabaric. She kept drawing Ganesh. She, she's fascinated by him. And so Bruce just did a little research about uh, uh, Nazis and Ganesh and see if there's some kind of connections. And it appears that we found a connection, the SWAT sticker. And so, yeah, that's, that's how it all started out. Okay. And what did you play in that particular uh, theatre piece? Okay. You up for this? Yeah, tell me. You sure? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Tell me. Okay. I, it hasn't happened yet. All right. I was Ganesh. Ah, cool. You asked for it. <laughs> <laughs> so were you on uh, stage a lot? Yeah, I was. Yeah. Is, is it quite... Um, do you have a lot of work, like all actors, uh, if you're going to be on stage for a long time, it takes a lot of uh, stamina. So how does that work for you? Uh, I just take it as it is, challenge myself. And plus, even better, or should I say, well, I wasn't quite sure if I call it better or worse, but I'll say it anyway. I had to, so I had a couple of scenes, I had to speak uh, Germans, and there's one scene, I had to speak a little of uh, Hindi. Ah, yeah, that's yeah. a challenge. That is a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. You were in this play too, Simon? I sure was. What did you play in that? 
I played Adolf Hitler and Levi, who's an autistic Jewish kid. Ah, cool. Okay. So uh, were you on stage a lot? Quite a lot. I read in your uh, statement online that uh, the uh, director is tough on the actors. And uh, what did you mean by that? Well, the guy who played the director at first was um, David Woods. He's really, really tough on all, all the um, rest of the cast. What do you mean by tough? What does he make you do? You can't get out of anything. Um, you call him Bangers for something we, we did on stage. Like, um, for myself, I was in the same, the same room as they were in a discussion with uh, Mark about playing Hitler. And yeah, I was in the same room as that, so that's my, uh, that's my punishment. <laughs> Very simply, uh, Ganesh versus the Third Reich, Ganesh versus the Third Reich, um, is a story about cultural appropriation, um, the reclaiming of uh, cultural items that have been stolen by dominant, um, by dominant oh, powers. Power. In this situation, the uh, stealing of the uh, swastika from the. Hind, Hind, from the Hindu religion and culture into the symbol for evil. I want, of, I want to say stolen and twisted it. That's why I want to say it. Mm -hmm. Stole, stealing it and twisting it. So it's quite clear that a back-to-back theatre deals with big issues. Yeah, I, I guess, yeah. People with a disability are everywhere and we're on 3CR. Every day of the year, but especially on December 3rd, when the mics are turned over from 6am to 6pm for our annual 12 hours of disability-themed broadcasting. One of us, one of us. One People with a disability are a diverse bunch, living in a world that wasn't built with difference in mind, with a proud history of activism, advocating change and contributing in many ways. Folk think you're special and pat you on the head. So tune in for lived experience of disability, contribute to Talk Back With Attitude from 9.30am, and hear discussions on workers' rights, philosophy, writing and creative arts, radical music, and much, much more. If you stumble when you walk or you bleed through your nose. For more details, check the website at www.3cr.org.au. And at the moment you're with Annie on Showreel and we're contributing by going down and having a yarn with the uh, actors from Back to Back Theatre in Geelong who are a diverse bunch and a very amusing crew. Uh, they uh, explained a lot to me about a range of things to do with uh, their art and uh, so we'll continue with uh, the more pearls of wisdom coming from back from uh, Back to Back on my journey to Geelong. The other day, you are the people who make the the uh, the art. You're the people in the centre stage. You're the people that come people come to see. Okay, now this is not what would probably happen down in say uh, company. company. Yeah. Well, the trouble with theatre, mainstream theatre, is very inaccessible. Um, it's it's elite and. Only people who fit into a certain standard can get in, and that certain standard is usually physically attractive white men um, who are cis and able. And it's, it's great that this theatre company is not that, because that is not what anyone needs. We do not need another theatre company that is exclusive to people who fit that criteria. 
Uh, one of the things that uh, the woman said to me when I was coming out of the gallery was that her daughter comes to uh, the Wednesday uh, Theatre of Speed and it's been fantastic for her confidence. Uh, does that say anything to you? Yeah. Confidence. Does this place give you confidence? Yeah, I... I'd say so, yeah. Um, I'm... I'm much more confident now, yeah, which is, yeah, really good. Does it make a difference that people have different uh, uh, capacities? in when you're doing the theatre here? Like, you talk very slowly, Sarah. Uh, you guys are going to have a fight just for the fun of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're listening very carefully uh, and you're pretty fast. So there's, a, there's quite a lot of things going on here that are quite different in terms of the way you interact. Uh, does that happen in when you're... Uh, how do you actually work together on stage? Uh, eclectically and fierily and wonderfully uh, in a sense that no one can replicate. Um, we don't fit together as a puzzle because we are not a puzzle. We don't fit neatly. No one can smack us into place neatly like you can with the end of a puzzle. I would love to say so much more. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, that's quite different because a lot of our society is built around people conforming. Uh, and Especially awareness campaigns. Awareness campaigns are awful for that. And that's another thing that I love about working here. We are not an awareness campaign. We are not here to make people aware of disability. We are not here to inspire able people by, think, by them looking at us and thinking, well, if they can do it, we can do it. No, no one's here for that. We're not here to inspire you. We're not here for you to look at us. We're here to make good art, and we do. You've travelled the world with this theatre company. What? Yeah. yeah, tell me about that. Um, it's been, or oh, it is really brilliant. It's really amazing. And... I really love when I can and am able to travel with this theatre company. What are the uh, next um, things you guys are working on at the moment? Wow. I'll let you tell. Uh, uh, I'll let you tell. Mm. You can tell. Not sure that. how much I can Divulge. say. A little bit. Okay. Well, we're currently working on a project that uh, is very exciting. Uh, the design, we're going to do a de design development at the end of this year. The working title is Lady Eats Apple, and it's based around uh, mythology and uh, creation and also a lot about power structures. 
We're working currently on a film and TV project, um, which is planning for next year development. So we're going to do a six-month period of development with uh, 17 or 18 other actors, which is going to be a huge undertaking for everyone involved. Um, so there'll be the 17 other people will be coming in in addition to us um, and working with us one day a week for uh, three months three months for one half of the group and three months for the other half of a group. It's a little bit complicated, but uh, they're all coming in for a little bit of time. And um, hopefully by the end of mid-next mid year, we'll have a kind of a, a teaser sort of trailer for a project that will be... So is that a project going to be an improvisation sort of documentary type style thing or is it going to be a feature style thing? Uh, uh, neither. What is it going to be? <laughs> well, that's very much not sure. Um, but other than it's going to be a fictitious story that is created and devised by all the people involved um, and acted by all the people involved, you know, the 17 actors plus the six ensemble members. Oh, cool. Okay. So We've very... just finished auditions for that like two days ago and so um, I'm not sure if anyone's notif been notified that they're coming in yet, but... Yeah, it's going to be very exciting for them, people, and for us. Do, I don't know if you guys can answer this, but uh, the uh, do people of oh, oh uh, are, are people only are people? I don't know, I'll say it wrongly or and people differently able people only disabled, disabled people. Don't be scared of the word disabled. disabled. All right, I'm so Not confused. Able, yeah. Shit. <laughs> All right, disabled people. Disabled people also work behind the scenes. Well, what do you mean by that? Well, by doing the sets and oh, things like that, oh, well, because there's a lot of design work in that kind well, of work. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of creativity that goes into that sort of stuff. Uh, well, how much club it? Yes, I do mostly uh, design of it, but not the actual setting up. I mean, like uh, we we let these people, well, we let all disabled uh, have their design and their input into it, and we choose the one that we like the most. And then from there, we're just. Which just didn't make sense at all. No, well, no, it did. It does. You know, you do the design, you and then the disabled. You are the disabled. Well, yeah. No, you you let the. Well, yeah. uh... I'm trying to say. <laughs> 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 um, I would like there to be uh, a lot more people involved in every aspect of uh, of theatre rather than just performing on stage. I think it just depends on who you hire, though. So this is an exercise in self empowerment. True. What is Back to back. You get to be self-empowered. I mean, not everybody gets a chance to be uh, such big wigs in a theatre company, and it doesn't matter if you're disabled or otherwise. It's a very unique opportunity in the fact that we are actually creating work um, and that we are the headline of that work. <laughs> what about you, Simon? Do you feel like this has uh, made your life a happier kind of life? Well, I love being an actor, and I've been acting since I was five years old. There you go. What about you, Sarah? This has certainly made me a lot happier, yeah, which has been really good, yeah. Right? Yes. Yes. 
Did you? Are you glad that you've uh, made the acquaintance of back-to-back -back theatre and that you're a mainstay of the production company? Well, to answer those questions, yes, yes. And for that particular question, I think I know what you're going to ask me this. Yes, this has always been my dream, and if anyone did disturb my dream, I'll give them a nightmare. <laughs> okay. Is there anything? I know, I know. Well, I have to move to get to him. What about what does back to back theatre give you? It people come watch, people watch church. Do you like people coming to watch your your plays? Yes, every form. All right. Um, thank you very much. That's it. Right. It's a wrap. And that was a wrap. That was the people from uh, Back to Back uh, Theatre who, as I said, are moving into film and television. They uh, do local and international shows and uh, tour the world. So so they're um, people who won't employ uh, disabled actors. The, um, the project was actually begun by uh, the Brotherhood of St Lawrence over 27 years ago and uh, it let its bird fly free. It's now an independent uh, theatre company and uh, as they said, it's the uh, mainstays, the actors, who would cho choose the next artistic director if it ever came to uh, uh, Bruce having a terrible car accident or actually probably retiring, which I don't suppose is happening anytime soon. So a fantastic export coming out of Geelong. Now that's me signing off, a showreel, and uh, coming up next is Published or Not and Happy International Day of the Disabled Person. We'll go out with different song from Bipolar Bears. <laughs> You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.